0: Hey, it's Sanda. That's right. Don't adjust your whatever device you are hearing this on. It's me, live and in mono. No return engagements, no encore, and this time absolutely no requests. Get a snack, settle in, because we are about to tell you the story of thirteen reasons why. Yeah, not really. You're listening to So That's Why You
1: Like It podcast with me, Naomi and Sanda. And yeah, that's right. This week, we're going to talk about 13 Reasons Why, the Netflix original series, which released its fourth and final season on June 5th.
0: Yes. And uh, we would like to say for anyone who is listening to us, if you are triggered by the content that we are talking about, it's probably best to turn off because it contains sexual assault, self-harm and suicide. We'll have the necessary helplines in our description. If you need any help or if anything stresses you out, please contact. Yeah, me.
1: just remember the minute you start talking about it, it might get easier. So, for anyone who have watched the first season, the very first lines that Sanda said would remind you of how the series started.
0: Yeah, so Thirteen Reasons Why is a Netflix original series of four seasons, which is based on the two thousand seven novel Thirteen Reasons. Why? by Jay Asher Uh, and actually the first season is only based on the novel. The series revolves around a 17 year old high school student Clay Jensen and his deceased friend Hannah Baker who are played by Dylan Minnay and Catherine Langford respectively. Uh, The series is divided into 13 different episodes. Uh, in which each episode have a cassette about a reason that led Hannah end her life. That's the story in the first season, and the other seasons follow the aftermath of these thirteen recordings. You might
1: be a passionate Thirteen Reasons Why fan who followed each season, or someone who loved the first season but didn't watch the other ones, or you might be someone who never watched it. For someone who never watched. We promise not to give out major
0: spoilers. And Sanda, can you remember how we were introduced to the series? Of course. Uh, I think we were in our final year at the university, right? Me, you um, and Tilini and few of our close friends who started watching it, isn't it? I remember getting hyped about discovering Hannah's reasons from each episode. Yeah, of course. Like every night we would
1: like, you know, watch it together and we were so devastated in the morning and we talk
0: about it, right? Can you remember? Oh my God. Yes, we discussed like what could have happened, why this happened. I remember we all get together and discussing. Yes.
1: And we were so passionate about watching it, and we were so angry at yes. sometimes, and we were, uh, you know, we had so many emotions going on yeah, while watching yeah, it. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: And of course, uh, we kept recommending it to other people also. Can you remember
0: after watching it? And we made like a whole bunch of people who loved watching it. And we had, we kind of developed a circle, right? Like 13 Reasons Why fan circle. <laughs> <laughs> of course like
1: even after that still now even up to today we are watching it like you know even re and you know talking about it and being excited
0: for the upcoming episodes as well yeah yes we still you know chat in whatsapp and you know get each other's opinions on the episodes yeah yeah So how about we give a small recap of what happened during the first three seasons now that the fourth and final season is released. Uh, Let's just give a small recap of each season. So the first season is uh, basically the main conceit of the series is explained in the opening minute where they say the the main character, Hannah Baker, has killed herself and the drama's narration come from the audio tapes that she recorded before her death and um, there are 13 people who she thinks share a portion of the blame and these each episode concerns another character who could have either helped her more or else harmed her in some other you know some way uh, and of course she blames herself too but uh, one of the things I noticed that the 13 reasons why do is like it understands well the uh, apportioning responsibility after tragedy is like, is messy, ambiguous project that never really has a proper ending. Yeah, that's true. And how, agree? Uh, how the aftermath
1: of that tragedy, right? So, that was there.
0: Yes, and um, uh, the series starts from Clay finding, Clay Jensen finding these tapes, and With him, we go through each tape, like the 13 tapes. We go to each tape with Clay Jensen, right? And of course, the story is presented more through Hannah Baker's point of view. The past. Why she did what she did.
1: Yeah. So when we talk about the second season, it's it's actually uh, sets uh, five months after the tragedy. And uh, now you see that there's a trial going on uh, with the uh, the action of Hannah's mother, Mrs. Baker. She's like, you know, she's uh, like accusing the Liberty High School for the death of her loving daughter. And of course, a lie that you saw in uh, the first season, uh, there were tapes, right? 13 tapes and through that Hannah presented her story and now we see some witnesses who come to you know to confess their stories or like who were brought there by force. So through those witnesses stories we get to see another light of Hannah's story. For example if Hannah's story is a if you take it as a coin, in first season we saw the head part, right? You know the ones that Hannah said and she recorded, and now we are saying the tail part, the story. Yeah, the yeah the counterpart of the story or the story that the other person who involved in the tape had to say. For example, we have witnesses like. Uh, at first we have Tyler, so. Uh, in that episode, if you plan to watch it, you will see how uh, Hannah portrayed Tyler in the first uh, season in her in his state, uh, and how Tyler is explaining his relationship with Hannah. It was kind of a pleasant thing, not all like brutal, dark kind of a thing. So you have you get a certain different light, and uh, in this. In this series also, just like in the first uh, season, you might see some graphical scenes uh, which is kind of uh, disturbing to watch and uh, that scene actually uh, involves a guy. I won't say which guy were treated that way because it will be a major spoiler if I say who, but... uh, that is the first first uh, first time i saw a, such a graphical situation and it's a a situation that uh, not many people would like to talk about you know so if you plan to watch it i mean in in season 2 you will encounter this uh, scene and you might find it like somehow uh, you know it's kind of disturbing but also it's giving a certain uh you know path for someone who has it who might have experienced it or someone who want to talk about it if that happened to them. So that's a good point in that series that I saw. And of course uh we see uh that in season one we saw that uh how Hannah's Hannah has recorded tapes about her friends actually right mostly about her friends. But in season two, we see that uh, some of the reasons that clearly supported or like uh, directed her through her downfall was from her family. There was something that from her family that uh, triggered her suicide as well. So, yeah, that was also a secret that uh, Hannah knew, I think. Yes. So such and season two actually talks about how This uh, horrific bullying culture existed even before the time of these people that we see in the season, right? Even though this is supposed to be the recovery story of the characters, this shows so many secrets that are still prevailing in their lives and in the places that they live. So I think that season two is like a combination of so many things including secrets and of course you might find some funny scenes as well because this is not only dealing with the trauma um
0: so don't you agree that? <laughs> yes so um, so yes yeah, so basically the second season gives you a new perspective or else like we get to hear the story from you know kind of like from the first season you get to hear the story from the victim right The victim's perspective and then you get the story in the second season where you can see the story from the other side as well so it gives you a clear idea to how to you know perceive the situation the reason why i didn't get you know i didn't went so much details into the first season is like the curiosity or else like the you not knowing what's gonna happen is the thing that's going to interest you in the series right because each tape you get you know you get um, very interested or else like you get excited or else like not exact, exactly excited but like shocked sometimes like oh my god this tape is about this person like for, for me personally the 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 force that drive like the force that helped me to go through the you know all the 13 episodes was like my curiosity to you know uh, understand what these people did and what each tape you know talks about and especially like as we are seeing the series through uh, clay like how clay begins to get the idea of the complete story what happened to hannah So the first thing that, you know, uh, interested us was like, what is the tape of clay? What did clay do? Right. That's the thing that keeps you like, you know, motivated to watch the series. And of course, like more than the second season, I uh, believe first season have a lot of uh, graphics, like violent graphics, like... um, graphical scenes even at the beginning of the story and of course at the end of the story as well uh, so if you are intrigued by this if you uh, believe that you cannot watch these scenes you are uh, you can avoid the series or else you better uh, be with a trusted adult when you, a trusted adult or someone you are comfortable with while you watch the series that's the main thing and also netflix has issued a lot of you know, uh, disclaimers before each episode to give you an idea what to expect in the episode, so you can prepare yourself to watch these things. Um, and of course, the third season, uh, which the third season, which happens like after eight months of the end of the second season, and um, so this is basically about Clay and his friends. Uh, who, you know, struggle to cope up with the cover-up of, um, you know, Tyler's attempt at the spring fling, which happens at the end of the second season. Uh, He does something and it's, you know, the series, the beginning, mainly the beginning, the part of the series deals with how Clay and his friends deals with the situation that Tyler has created and helping him, you know, towards recovery, the problem that he's facing, helping him for the recovery. And then, um, you know, uh, it gets to a lot of tensions, uh, like these tensions reach a boiling point during the Liberty High's homecoming game, uh, in which we get the you know the biggest thing that's happening in the season three which is the death of Bryce Walker you know the main villain that we had during all these seasons before we get we see the death of Bryce Walker and that becomes the main you know uh, the tension that's happening in the season and uh, once again with the death of Bryce Walker it uh, once again forced uh, these students of Liberty High under the microscope as the investigations into his death threatens to, you know, expose their different dark secrets that they have, uh, you know, kept to themselves. And um, of course, I I wanted to say like the season three, uh, you know, kind of like humanized Bryce Walker. Yes, you know, yes. Uh, I also found that because like,
1: like showing him uh, like a total you know like a, <laughs> i wouldn't say the word but a, a big jerk you know <laughs> like uh, there sometimes like uh, the way he confronted uh, his own friends in some situations showed me that he is more of a human than a total totally rotten person but still uh, i think many people are hating his character according to the cast as well they have yeah but but in 13 reasons why uh the speciality is that they don't totally make a villain right even even in the villain's character you will see a certain humanized like characteristics so to a certain degree i mean like not fully yeah so you have like certain sides of each character to see so that's the
0: best thing in the series. I yes, have of course, no like you said, yeah. even though they humanize Bryce, like even though we get glimpses to see why he became what he is, you cannot never, like, you can never forget what he did. Right? He cannot be like it. That cannot be. That that is that the deed is not reversible. That can't add up to. Th-
1: add up to the amount of uh, harm that he has done to everybody like
0: who has suffered because of him right yeah so yeah that's basically what like a rough idea what happens throughout these seasons Uh, we were a little bit too careful in giving out the details because we uh, worry about giving out spoilers like major spoilers we try to avoid it as we said earlier like try to avoid giving a lot of spoilers because If you are new to the series, these, it's better for you to go to the series, like, you know, without knowing all these to truly enjoy it, right? Yeah. So, and also, like, the final season, the fourth season, released on June 5th. And of course, um, so far, we both didn't get a chance to watch it. Just watched the trailer. Yes. You watched the trailer, right? But we are planning yes. to. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah, of course.
1: And uh, did you kind of get, uh, you know, the same excitement that you had for the previous seasons while watching the
0: trailer? Um. Well, to be honest, like I really loved the first season. I like the second season um, I I kind of like okay I watched third season I was not too much hyped for the third season as for the first season but I enjoyed it and um, I think fourth season would also be interesting because it kind of like wrap up the complete series right I want to see how they wrap it up
1: yeah it is supposed to like end the story right Anyone who's planning to like, you know, who has watched it uh, might have a certain kind of a interest to see what will happen at the end. Like, for example, for me, I'm kind of waiting how, to see how uh, Clay will, you know, find his mind at ease or uh, what will happen to Clay, actually. <laughs> he is the biggest worry that I have <laughs> at the moment.
0: Yes, because yeah. at the end of season three, we get to know who really killed Bryce Walker, but that doesn't come out to the society in the series, right? Like who really killed Bryce Walker. So that's a major cliffhanger in season season three. And we get to see what happens afterwards in season four. And also from the trailer, what I realized was it's going back to Clay the series like first season was mainly Hannah and Clay and then second and third season of course had different stories like of the people around them and uh, from the trailer I realized like it's again coming back to Clay's character like what he really goes through what his mental state yes yes in the the trailer you might have uh, seen
1: that uh, his therapist is asking Clay are you ready to open mm -hmm. up like Something similar, right? So at that moment Mm -hmm. I was like, Yes, he's hiding something, or he's not ready to open up about everything that he's
0: going through. So Yeah, because he's the person who was mostly affected from everything, right? Hannah was there, but Hannah's not there. Now Clay has to cope up with that, the guilt that he has, and of course to manage everything that's happening around him, keeping the secrets. So it it it's really interesting to see how his character, you know, cope up with everything and recover. We can say recover, right? And how these directors and writers, you know, kind of wrap up the story of these all these people and and I really want to know are all these characters like safe in the season four? Is anyone dying or yeah? I'm I'm really curious about what's yeah. happening.
1: And when it comes to 30 reasons why, you can never guess what will happen to a character, right? You might not know who will face a, a horrible fate or something might happen to someone. Like, it's really stressful,
0: <laughs> I am mean, like, for me. Yes. I wanted to say that this series have received and currently also receiving a lot of criticism and also fame as well, right? Like, a lot of people love the series. Uh, so let's go into it and see what exactly like go through these series and of course I wanted to add one thing which is like um, you know the questions that you often have like how can adults tell when the secrets teenagers are hiding are devastating or relatively benign, or else like when do a frustrated teenagers attempt to deploy health skepticism and reasonable detachment slide into depression or else like how can a family member or a friend spot the difference Uh, and you know um, how can young men or women including the LGBTQ youth be true to who they are without fearing the most vicious attitudes of their peers or else the community at large, right? These are the questions that we have. Uh, And I'm just saying none of these, like not all these questions are answered through this series. Like 13 Reasons Why doesn't give you clear answers for these questions, but you know, it, it manages to provoke necessary debates, you know, about all these things, the necessary discussions about what to do and what not to do and how these issues should be addressed, right? and uh, this is uh, as Sanda was saying
1: uh, the opening up of a debate uh, in a in an interview uh, the character uh, jessica okay
0: uh, who's alicia who played by actually, alicia Bowe. yes yeah.
1: yeah alicia she told that uh, after uh, season 1 even uh, even after she uh, like had to act that graphical scene uh, many of her friends and her family reached out for her to tell what they have gone through, that they never told anyone else. I think uh, that might be a very good example of saying how some kind of a trust has been built, you know, around the things that happened in a series. For example, uh, when I think about Sri Lankan society, uh, there are so many uh, sexual assaults going on in you know uh in most rural areas or in urban areas but the girls or boys can't actually talk about it because we are kind of a you know we have a stigma around i that will topic, say right? yeah, yeah kind of a our society and our system is kind of like not open to things like that because they are always treating is it like a taboo to talk about these things you know so so many girls and boys or people are like like having a, a mental or physical or so many troubles going on but they do have a chance to open up about them so when we think about that situation i mean like if we also have such kind of a thing to at least educate this actually they uh the caste In interviews, they said that uh, this is more like an awareness program that they are doing rather than a TV series. Their aim is to like, you know, reach to these people who are having a hard time and to let the world know that these things are actually happening in the world, okay? So even though we might not talk about these things openly, these are happening and we can like... there's, uh, But the opening discussion about this i don't know many people are ready for that that's the problem and through this see uh, like tv series they are trying to make a you know a path or like a platform for those people to uh, like reach out for someone and like you know tell or like openly talk about what is happening to them what what they have gone through
0: so that is kind of a yes, great thing. kind of like so, de stigmatizing yes the the you know conversations and the stereotypes that's uh, happening around this topic yes
1: yeah for example uh let's say in jessica's uh character uh she actually had a person who sh- who she could like open up and talk about what happened to her like her father actually listens to her but in hannah's situation that was totally I mean like different, she kind of, she reached, uh, reaches out, but that person actually didn't understand her, so that's why actually in, if you watch the first season, you might come across that character and that encounter as well, so watch it, like that really is not just watching a TV series uh, full of graphical content, I mean like people are actually concerning 30 reasons why like that also. That's like really sad because they try to give certain educational stuff in this, right? To educate people. But some people are actually grabbing the, you know, <laughs> the thing that is not, should not be considered like the, they might look at the graphical content and be disgusted or whatever, but they actually don't reach out and see the point that they are trying to express. That was also there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-
0: Uh, I think I would, you know, say more like this, like the scene where Hannah takes her own life, that's really, you know, graphically, you know, like the scene is very much like shown graphically, uh, and yeah, as it is. And that can be like triggering a lot of people that can be a triggering moment for a lot of people. Um if someone is you know struggling from these issues that might maybe you know becomes a mean for one person to you know attempt it or else give them a uh, idea about you know how to do it or something like that that is true it might yes. trigger people who are actually having a hard time that's the problem yes Yes, that is true, like the all the what critics say, it does, it, it, it is true, but at the same time, the series, when we take the series as a complete, it has a lot of things that today's youth can use to, you know, understand people. I remember when we were like talking about the series earlier, back when we started watching it, I remember you saying, like, it gives you an idea about like, How different these people are like we can judge a person but we don't know what's really happening inside that people's that person's life so this gives you a chance to you know understand different stories different um characters like that are around us in the society not everybody thinks alike not everybody is dealing with the same things that we deal with so that's an eye-opening thing, but it's true there are a lot of like it could have some like maybe one or two degree reduce this graphical content, but it the series deals with a larger topic that the society need to be exposed to. That's true, and yeah. I think uh, when we talk about
1: understanding characters, uh, the 30 Reasons Why series have the best character portrayals ever, right? I mean, like, they show how each character has different sides and how each character has a different impact on each person or or to the society that he is in. For example, if we take uh, Bryce's character, his viciousness, how much it affects to the people around him, right? And, yeah, and how... Even it's 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 just not about the teenagers having struggles. It shows how uh, the parents are having troubles as well, and how the other people around those children, like the uh, teachers or maybe counselors or everyone, like everyone's life has a you know certain kind of a time to show their story to the world in the series. So I actually appreciate how they have given each character a. And importance, right? Like, even the minor characters, they have a say in each, like, yeah, in in their, their uh, like, whether it's related to Hannah or whether it's related to the big picture, like, using the characters well is, a, I think, a good characteristic in mm-hmm. the series that I have yes, noted. Yes, as we are talking
0: about the characters, yeah. uh, so the, I found the pair the main characters which is in the first season you know uh clay and hannah you know their performances the actors performances was also like did i believe did full justice to the ambiguities of this teenage life like teenage years you know as hannah catherine langford is like you know she's everything like she gives us a powerful young woman even though Hannah has a tragic end, you know she is portrayed as you know a powerful young woman who you know who knows what she likes right I remember what I remember one line that she says to Clay on their first meeting like she says there's courage in being a nerd right yeah, so it's like her. She has a lot of interesting, like, powerful conversations with the uh, female characters as well, right? It's not just hate that's going between females. She, you know, before they turns back to like turn their back on her, she has a lot of interesting conversations. She's not a person who hates on them. Yeah. So, so her vitality makes you hope. At one point, her vitality makes you hope that. You know, maybe the, this, her action of taking her life will be proven false by the seasons. And you really hope that, right? Even though it starts with that and you know the ending, but you, inside you, you get a slightest hope that this would be proven wrong. And, um, and of course, um Langford, you know, Hannah is also uh, lonely and susceptible as well, and she gets, you know, she with her, you know, powerful being a powerful young woman, she also gets pulled into these exploitive situations more easily than you might expect. As yes, well, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean,
1: like, like portraying a teenager through Hannah, I think like she is a mixture of everything, right? The courage, the sometimes she is kind of weak in some situations but again she's like uh, gathering her courage and encounter like like you know facing her problems like she is kind of a a mixture of everything that you can see in a teenage girl like how everything builds up her and how many things break up her you know so many things can be seen in her character actually For example, uh, the the part where I found Hannah's character is like, you know, kind of amazing is that uh, when she encountered Jessica and she has this conversation, it's not like a conversation actually, she encounters and uh, she directly talks uh, with Jessica about what happened to Jessica because she witnessed uh, the scene. But Jessica was unaware yeah, it of it. It takes really, like, a yeah.
0: lot of courage to, you know, go to her. Yeah,
1: courage mm-hmm. to go uh, go and talk about such mm-hmm. a thing. Like, so she gathered up her courage and, like, you know, faced Jessica and asked about her opinion. But Jessica was too cowardly at that time. So she didn't really understand uh, Hannah's concern. Yeah. So later on, uh, she actually regrets her like you know not accepting what hannah had to say so yes yes yeah
0: yes absolutely so it kind of like what i realized from hannah's character the portrayal of hannah's character was like you know we see in this society there are a lot of stereotypical myths that are associated with suicide i would say like I, I'm sure you have heard like a lot of people say the person who committed suicide or else the person who took his life is like a coward or else like, you know, um uh, very selfish and very, you know, co- coward, not having courage and all. So through Hannah's character, we see it's not exactly that. They... And Hannah shows that it's not that simple. Like
1: going... Going towards that decision is not that easy. Like, for Mm. Hannah to go towards that, there was, like, so many reasons. Like, Mm. not only her troubles, you know. Like, many things were there that pushed her towards that situation. Even though she wanted to, like, rise up and start new. Mm. Like, she always had this thing to push her away from that. So,
0: I think that's that might be the same for many people as well. Yes, we are not like we are not like reasoning out or justifying her action, but it's more like this. You can never say you cannot stereotype at such an action, right? Anna was a very powerful, courageous woman as well. She. It's all of us, I guess. Like we become courageous at one point, we become weak and we become cowards at some point in our life. It's like it's 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 human life. Like everybody has this mix ni- mixture, so it really, like, gave me an opportunity to, you know, move away from these stereotypes that are associated with these topics and, you know, see some that's, like, something beyond that, right? And, of course, you know, Clay's character, which is played by Dylan Minant, is also, like, a teenager that every boy on the surface, like, a surface teenager, but, you know, a passionate and a torn-up kind from the inside right like when you first see him the ordinary face the ordinary face you're not like prepared for the shading of emotions that will you know reveal through the series and like how it you know portray what he feels inside you know as the seasons develop right yeah and uh, of course the character of justin um He's like kind of like one of my favorite characters that I encountered in the series um you know uh he's having a different light in the season one and then we see him in a different light in season two and three, and so like beyond. I love his character development in the series like it's not exactly the same person that we see in season three like the the person that we see in season one is. Not exactly the person that we see in season three, right? He goes through a lot of changes. He goes through a lot of trauma and how his character develops is also an interesting thing, right?
1: And even for Justin's character development, Clay plays a major role, right? In season two, he plays a major role in bringing back Justin to life. So, yeah, that's when I saw, like, Clay as a great character, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, at the yeah. same time we um, you know, what others don't exactly see is like Clay is also dealing with a lot of stuff with everything that's happening in like around him, right? How in the second season he's finding it really hard to, you know, let go Hannah. His yes. his affection and everything. And how Hannah he's struggling
1: alone, mm. like having Hannah everywhere, even though she is not there, right? Yeah, that was actually really play- painful for me to watch that play going through that. I mean, like, he he wants to have a normal life with whatever left around him. But at the same time, his past is like clinging to him, kind of like, you know, tying him up to that. So it's kind of breaking my heart as well. <laughs> So, as we are at the uh, topic of uh, bullying, and these days, uh, I think, in present society, the violence and bullying occurring through social media has become, you know, a major issue. Right, Sandha? So, yes. And uh, this actually links straightly to psychological trauma as well, because, uh, it's it's not like you go and you know a bully bullying a person like physically it's it's kind of like you know imprinting in your mind like the way you get bullied through social media it may be uh, through a photo or it can be a trivial comment about you but if you are a sensitive person you know it might imprint in your mind forever mm.
0: You know, yes, absolutely. You know, it might be just a joke for you, but you never know what the other person, like what her state of mind is, right? I agree with you. The You know, in our society, we have this, you know, a lot of people, you know, just joke about your size, your color, or, you know, how you dress or anything. It might be an innocent joke for some person, but it might be something that's triggering you know, inside trauma for another, right? And, you know, like, this is, you know, linked in the story as well, right? There's a lot of bullying going on. And, of course, the social media adds to that, right? Like, you know, the pictures of Hannah going around and, you know, a lot of things that's going around in the school is, you know, it's a joke for some people, but it's really not for Hannah. And of course, like afterwards in the series, it's not same for the other characters as well. We get to see them, their perspective as well. Sometimes you might not be the person who's doing it. You know, someone might be, some other friend might be using you like saying, it's just a joke, just post it. What are you thinking about, right? But you really have to be careful in these things. That's, um, That's a huge way of resulting in psychological trauma for some other person. And, you know, affecting it for life. And I think uh, in 13 Reasons Why, uh,
1: they actually shows how psychological trauma can, like, you know, happen because of, even though it's a trivial thing or might be a major thing, it's kind of, it's not like having a cold and getting medicine and get, you know, get in it. And psychological trauma is not that easy, like. When you talk, think about Sri, Sri Lanka. It's it's kind of totally different because compared to other countries, we are so behind in that way. Talking talking about like psychological traumas, let alone the other things. So I think if you are planning to watch Thirty Reasons Why, you will know and you will get to know so many things that will help you grow and to. Safeguard yourself and uh you know the loud ones of you as well, not only yourself, like if your friend or if your cousin or someone of that you know is having a hard time, you can you know like be a helping hand to them rather than being a bully, and of course, like they won't open up to everybody that's the case like they they needed to see the trust you know the trust should be built before they kind of. Come to you and open up about the things that they are going through in their life. Yeah, so be considerate. 13 Reasons Why will give you a certain idea of how to do it, you know, through certain characters and through certain situations. You will see. Yeah.
0: So as we are on the topic, Sri Lanka has a network of mental health advocates that are always ready to help you or a loud one when they need it. So don't hesitate to contact them uh, like the special mental health hotline, which is 1926, which is which, which operates 24 hours. You can, if you are going through such uh, stressors like depression or else like you're finding it really hard, you can talk to these hotlines. And also we have CCC line, which is 1333, which also operates 24 hours. And also, uh, Sumit Sumitreo, uh, which operates from nine AM to eight PM, which is zero one one two six nine six 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 six. As we are uh, talking about Thirteen Reasons Why this week, um, they have a website called Thirteen Reasons Why dot info, which you can log into and uh, you can find uh, there are uh, options on. Uh, Crisis hotlines, and also there's an option called Talk to Someone, which in which you can select the country that you are in and find someone to talk to uh, relieve your pain, you know, talk about your pain or anything that stresses you out, have a conversation. And as we are on the topic, I would like to say with the series released in Netflix, they also released a mini kind of a documentary called uh, Beyond the Reasons, which we See uh, the actors of the series, and also some experts in the field like psychologists who come and talk through the ca- like they present the situations through the characters and they talk about it. Uh, you can watch that as well and get a much broader idea about what's really going on regarding this topic as well. Right, nowadays. Yeah, of
1: course. And uh, through this episode, we have talked about uh, some heavy topics, some serious issues and uh, yeah these were actually some stigmatized things that we normally don't talk about in our societies so and we are glad that we could actually talk about these at least in this way. So uh, we hope to bring you uh, another amazing episode another amazing topic in next week mm. until then yes
0: it it might be more lighter than this right like a lighter topic maybe a happy topic than
1: yes this. yes of course it mm. might be a bit funny or it kind of you know mm.
0: yes it will and be of amazing Of course, anyways. we might have a wonderful <laughs> cool yeah. guest with us next, next week right we might be so um now gradually the Uh, conditions of COVID-19 is you know like resolving and all anyway you have to stay safe and follow all the instructions given as well even though you don't you know have that much of a discussion about COVID-19 you have to stay safe it's better to be cautious than to you know regret later right yeah so we'll see you next week when another episode until then bye bye. bye bye